segment and we're just going to talk about all of the wonders and releases in the rock metal world and the future of concert going activities yeah. shows how to's and what how to do don'ts how, how <laughs> nots what to do what, what not nots to do. the do's and how do to sneak beach balls into every show yeah like, hopefully rectally. we haven't really done a good job at posting all of the video but We've hit a decent amount of shows, and there have been plenty full beach balls. We need to make, like, brand name beach balls. Yeah, you know, to... I really did think, I had this idea, and of course it was like, we're going to do this, this, and this, and it just, it's a lot of work. But we should have a dedicated, uh, actually, I'm not going not gonna to tell the world this so they could just steal this idea. We'll talk offline. Right. But anyway. The world. The world. The world. The world. Like the world. There are people the world. listening. The world to us. is listening right they now. They are. Yes. If we look at the stats, I'm surprised. We they're, they're clamoring more, for a new cast. There are more people from <laughs> Europe and United Kingdom than there are in America that listen to us. Really? Sucks All right. right well, yeah. Maybe they think we're charming. I'm, I'm, I don't with know. It. Again, I'll well, I'll uh, offline. I'll show you some of the stats. It's it's actually surprising. I'm I'm always surprised, but I'm like, wow, someone actually listened. I don't care if it's one person or five. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of mad cunts out there enjoying yeah. our fucking. <laughs> it's trying true. to fucking rot, it's true. Rot shite. You know what though? It's like if I could listen to like three like Australian chicks just talk about random shit, I'd be like, just because of their accents, just because like it's like not, it's like foreign to us, like. You well, know. people probably around the world think we're crazy. And oh, I, would and I can't really that. say I blame them. Yeah, I don't blame them. We're honest. insane. We're insane. Yeah. Yep. Kind of have the fun, though. Because, like, we always said, like, this is never meant to be anything super serious. It's just like, shit, we're going to do anyway. Yeah. But might as well just capture it. And if someone wants to listen, cool. If not, that's cool, too. But, like, it's, you know what? You, you know, you know. I feel like, like, the whole, like, rest of the world looks in America. You just remember Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? <laughs> the scene where they go to that sick-ass carnival? Like, that is... Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> we're just like a sitcom to the rest of the world. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. But like going back, would have been in this over four years now, right? Yeah, maybe closer to five. I think this is season five. So it's kind of cool going back it's four season, years from now. Seasons just, of the Witch. Yeah, yeah seasons, seasons of the Witch. Just going back and listening, even like going back and listening to shit from four years ago. I'm like, oh, I, I forgot I said that, or I forgot we did that, or I forgot like that was a point. Like, so it's almost fun to listen to your own stuff. You know, yeah. I don't do it super often. I know Marco, like, sits on a bag of ice and reviews the fucking review tapes from the game before, Every, you know? Yeah. Most of the listens are actually just Marco. It's just all Marco. It's just all Marco listening to us. <laughs> and one random Thank you for your viewership listen or listenership, Marco. We appreciate your <laughs> listenership. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some regrettable ones I forgot are now out in the ether, and we can never get those back. So, unfortunately, like, someday my son's going to be like, Dad, you sound like such an idiot. What do you, you actually have this? This is this is it, man. It's, it's out like, in the it, internet. Yeah, it's like dude. that episode of The Simpsons where Homer hears his own voice recording. He's like, "Hey, this is Homer Simpson." <laughs> <laughs> to all you ladies out in video TV, yeah, video land. Ah, that's always good. It's true. Yeah, it's so true. We'll regret it one day, but it's fun right now in the moment. So yeah, let's uh, releases. You were talking, Jay. You brought up Overkill. Overkill's new record, uh, Scorched, I believe it's called. 
that's is pretty fucking solid. You, it does, you were saying it was a little bit more progressive. Yeah, because they have the, Jason Jason Bittner from Shadows Fall on drums. Yep. So Bittner. Oh, okay. So so he's been on a couple records though already. This is not yeah. his first. Oh, it's not his first. Not okay. his first. He's been on at least one other record. He they picked him up years ago when Shadows Fall broke up. He he and or sorry they took a hiatus, a permanent hiatus. He ended up jumping into Overkill. Uh, and then John, um, fuck, I don't know how I could forget John's last name. Anyway, John is an amazing guitar lead, lead, uh, for Shadows Fall. He, uh, Jonathan Donay, he ended up joining Anthrax. Oh, yes. Okay. So it's cool that two dudes and, uh, you know, uh, an American metal band that got really big from New England, they ended up filling gaps in these amazing, iconic thrash bands. Which yeah. is probably bands they grew up listening in, like, you know, that's probably a dream for them to be course, in, like, absolutely. bands that they grew up listening to. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I yes. mean, we'd kind of be remiss if we didn't talk about the elephant in the room. Did you guys mention the new Metallica album? No, no, not, not We yet. were going to, you were outside. We were gonna, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were going to, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Okay. Should we get into that? Yeah, we should. Okay. Okay. I'll leave. Oh, you know <laughs> you're gonna leave. Did you say you were gonna leave, or you're gonna leave? Leave. Like, okay. Okay. You didn't like it. You you want to hear my honest opinion? Yes. The last one was better. I thought seventy two seasons. The song was fun. It's very catchy. I tried listening four or five times to get through, and like when I'm driving, like and I have a random like mix on or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm not moved for this all. I kept like accidentally skipping the song. I'm like, fuck, I'm supposed to be listening to this in its entirety. Dude, there was maybe one other song that was kind of catchy. Maybe like the mirrors in the room, whatever it was. Mirrors in my mind. I don't even... Okay. It. There was one other song that was... There was a couple that were kind of catchy. The only one that I really will probably listen to again is 72 Seasons. Other than that, I feel it's like a lot of... Yeah, yeah, and riffs that I've heard before a hundred times. It's like all the bad songs off the last two albums. They have had some bangers the last few. But oh, it's, interesting. Okay. It's like all the bad songs off that album is just rehashed into this. And I know you feel a lot different. That's why I'm I'm very surprised. Yeah, I I'm I'm shocked. Actually, so first of all, it landed on number two on the Billboard 200. It's the first time they haven't had a number one hit since uh, the Black Album. No. Wait. So even like Death Magnetic. Um... It's the first time they've landed at number two since. I don't know if that means it hasn't. They, this is the first time they haven't had a number one release. Hmm. I feel like they always go to number one when they have a record Just come because out because they're Metallica. Correct. And then it didn't work this time. And it didn't work this time. And I, it's funny. I'm the. I feel like this is the strongest record they've made since the Black record, because in my opinion, the songs on this, I could listen to this whole album, and I don't. I feel like for me, there's just no filler. There's no slow tracks, which I love. There's. I'm. I was waiting for like Unforgiven Five to come up or something. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, you know, I was waiting for like that intro to be like, no, I. I so and Hardwired was a good record, but I did I never fell in love with that, and maybe I just need to revisit it. You know how like you can love a band and then you fall out of love with the band, and it's just it takes one album again to hook you back in. For this just happened to be the record, and I was I was working in the yard and not paying attention, but paying attention, and it just kept I kept coming back. Like, and I feel like it has the elements of load that were good. See, it's when you're like it's all the bad stuff. For me, I'm like I like it had the elements that I liked in Load, but it didn't do too much of that, and most of it was very reminiscent of the early '90s Black record. I I don't feel like they went too far into the '80s. They had a couple great thrash riffs, but I feel like 
they had some good compositions that made sense. Like, in in even um, uh, you will burn. I fucking love that song. You will burn. It's such a good track. A little Sabbathy. Definitely some awesome hooks. Some awesome riffs. Like, I feel like in this album, James just kept. It was just like a dizzy uh, fret frenzy like riff change. He just kept changing riffs, and it all flowed well. In my opinion, I always can complain about Kirk's guitars. Because I feel like it's like he's like the one weakest element in the band. And actually Lars now too. Lars is every record. I feel like, I'll say this, the drumming, I just, I've hated Lars's drumming ever since. I mean. You've always hated his drumming. I think that the first he, conversation I had with you when I first met you but, Nick, in Doug's basement was, was but, how fucking much I, yeah. <laughs> Lars sucked at drums. But. And I, it was honestly, it was the it was the first like contrary opinion I've, I'd, I'd heard to something that we all collectively liked that oh. I was just like hmm this guy actually has a thought and like of his own no about shit. fucking something in uh, something that we love he's an opinion but man I'll tell you it off. is it, the one thing I'll say about Lars he is the reason I picked up Sticks though because the Black Album I wanted to be Lars he's, well honestly he's a big reason as to why we know yeah. who Metallica and, is because in the drum like, set the man that Tama the 80s the, the, the fucking the uh, Injustice for All record the live yeah. shit binge and purge box set watching him with that i wanted that i bought the i bought a silver silver tama double bass drum kick set so to just a, look like so it's lars. been a love but, hate relationship with lars for you oh though. fuck yeah love hate <laughs> but it but it's been more about the star quality of lars and less about the playing i remember yeah my i go i remember going to lexington he's music. like he's kind of he's kind of like the ringo of heavy metal yeah for sure but he's also the, the thing about lars Definitely not the best drummer in one of the best metal bands in the world, but his playing on fucking Ride the Lightning was wildly underrated, and he did some shit that, like, now John Deet, which we all know John Deet, right? Yeah, He's mm-hmm. played in a ton of great mm-hmm. thrash bands. He's like the filler drummer. Oh, you're talking about the cover he did of that? It was Holy fucking solid, fuck. dude. Yeah, that was good. But it made me realize how technically proficient Lars was at that time, my God, he could play. And granted, you know, Joe Joe probably added a, a little bit to it, but I mean that's it was a, it was a pretty solid holy pretty fuck cover. And I think I think we I mean we all know like you, you've all, we've always heard um, Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater like mm-hmm. absolutely loves Master of Puppets as a record because he's like no Lars is technically proficient in that. But then we I mean after Injustice he gave up playing drums. Let's just be honest, he got fucking lazy. The Black Album made him lazy. You know, but anyway, he wanted to be a movie star. Uh, it my, never, my, it, my my favorite opinion of it the, didn't uh, get better drumming wise. It didn't get better. I do feel like in this album, there's just there's there's just a ton of Lars snare on it that's unnecessary. Yeah, but I I I, I would say as a new meta, it's my favorite record since the Black Album, hands down. That's well, just me. But that's no, me. no, that that's why that's why it's opinionated pit. Yeah, it's just I I think yeah, you hate it. I I heard an Jay. opinion that I I agree with. Fully, and it's pretty funny. My friend Brian said to me, um, he's a big Metallica fan, Megadeth, um, uh, said, uh, listen to the new Metallica album, and uh, I didn't want to shut it off. That was, and I was like, I listened to it, and I was kind of like how I felt too. I was just like, I didn't, I didn't want to shut this, like, it wasn't a terrible album, I didn't want to turn it off, but I'll probably never listen to it again. Ah, okay, that's what happened with Hardwired for me. See, that's like, the and that's the that's the opposite. I feel like they took a step back from Hardwired because I actually hmm. liked Hardwired. I feel like they were kind of like they were a little bit more thrash territory. They were kind of like it was almost like a midlife crisis album where they were kind of like going back to their roots, and they kind of this was definitely a, a step back towards 
Okay. I, it's, it's a little more rocky, I feel. It's definitely more rocky. It's more in the vein of the Black Album yeah. load. But I feel like they kind of tried to take elements of all of their albums and put them into one. That's what it I just thought. didn't really work. It just ended up sounding like more of a Black Album Well, let's just thing. be thankful that they... It, it didn't go the St. Anger route. It didn't take the snare <laughs> from yeah. St. Anger specifically. <laughs> I, we, we got cucked a little bit. So the last album, um, Hardwired, it ended with Spit Out the Bone, which is probably one of my favorite Metallica songs in a long, long, long fucking that time. That is very and then that's kind of what they did with like Injustice for All and Dyer's Eve or Dyer's Eye, whatever I mean, the fuck I it is. I do love yeah. the other. What's that track? Um, something of Summer. Some. Oh. Boys of Summer. No. <laughs> uh, Sons of Summer. What the fuck was it? Yeah. Is that even on? That's not even on one of those albums, though. But like comparing. That was a single. Comparing yeah. the new Metallica album, which has got so much hard. press. Is it? And, like we've talked about the new Metallica album way longer than the Overkill album. And. Yeah, the Overkill still... album is way fucking better as a fucking metal album. You it's a great record. My problem with Overkill has always been I just can't do Bobby Blitz's voice. I know. That's a, you've always I got a problem with, with voices. I, and that was my problem with them for years I also. Be, but when and I don't know for... what changed. I really don't. I just I just doesn't bother me anymore and I dig it now. But like he sounds either. like a little fucking demon troll and I, I love Bobby dig Blitz. it. I know sometimes it <laughs> no. can be nails on a chalkboard if you're not in the mood, but like when, but when it hits, it hits so fucking. Hey, look, it's like Steve Souza in Exodus. I love some Steve Souza in Exodus at times, but then there's the days I don't want to hear it, and you can't unhear. You can't unhear it. Yeah. You unhear him. And Dave, Dave I will say, yeah, I, lo- I love his vocals on their most you think recent. So? Fucking I, see, album. Dave, I can always do. Dave can be like, if, if I, I just appreciate Dave growing up listening to him. Like if someone came out of like left yeah. field, like listening to him for the first time, like. What's wrong with his voice? You know, what's so he doing? Oh, there's a good segue. I am going to see voice. Dave and Megadeth as special guests in Florida in June when they play with Fear and the Misfits. Oh, I didn't realize Megadeth was playing. Yeah, that Megadeth's too. a special guest of that fucking show. Yeah, I'm inviting him. Very cool, man. <laughs> and I've seen all of the bands before, and I can't wait to see them all together. It's going to be fucking awesome. I, I saw Fear f- too. Yeah. Isn't Fear like on like a final tour? I feel they're. I don't know. I don't think it's a final. Dude, they haven't done anything in years, and they just started. They're on tour now. I think they're. I. I feel like they might be recording an album. I might be. No shit. I thought they were yeah. going the other way. Like one final tour. Just dude, I saw them at the Middle East, uh, a couple uh, a few months ago, and uh, dude, it was pretty violent from what I heard. Right? Fucking awesome, dude. I went with Pam. Pam. Pam, Pam Hamlin. <laughs> no, Pam Halen from Waltham. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> All right, we'll get we'll touch on that later. Have you uh, have you seen this lineup for Megadeth? Like these guys, Dave's new lineup. Um, no, it's killer, man. You're gonna yeah. love it. So who's playing bass? Is it? It's not Steve DiGiorgio. Uh, no, it's James Lomenzo. Okay, because that was when when they got rid of Ellison. I was just like, yeah, Lomenzo. they're like, oh, whoever they replace him with is gonna be like their permanent guy, and I was like. So I did. So, if so it, the only difference, if it was if, if it's Steve, I'm like, yeah, I'd be the shit. That would be cool. Who, DiGiorgio? It's yeah. not delivery. Yeah. It's DiGiorgio. He's, he's <laughs> dude. He's he's such a nice dude. I don't know if I said this in the last guy. I might have. I I so I did VIP for Death to All. So I met Gene Hoglan and Steve DiGiorgio. And okay. Dude, was, they were so fucking nice, man. Yeah. Did you did you did you see the video I sent Doug? No. I think you sent, Gene Hoagland telling Doug that he is an asshole. Oh, I did see that. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm still so like love hate with that video. Like I'm like, oh yeah, this is the best burn. You that's that's that right. Out. That's right up there with uh, Bruce, did you, like, with did you Bruce Campbell that? telling uh, saying to the into the camera that the Morgan knockers kick ass. They, they they went in, they ran into him at some book signing or something like that and oh. got him to say it while they were filming. It was fucking. That's cool. great. Uh, that's pretty good. I never heard that one. 
You should uh, you should show Tanner and be like, see what he thinks of that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Because now me and Kevin are just trying to outburn each other with, with celebrities. celebrities. That's it. <laughs> I mean, like, give me a Donald Trump to be like, fucking. Uh, Kevin Barry. I think you suck. I, I got a request. I got a request. I don't know. I, I was think the most fam- famous person I ever met was uh, was Shane West, the actor. He was in um, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and oh, uh, yeah. a Walk to Remember with Mandy Moore. <laughs> And she, uh, was I, yeah. she was a babe. And he also played Darby Crash in a movie called uh, What We What We Do Is Secret about the germs. How did you run into him? How was that? Because he after was... he played Shane West in the germs movie, yeah. the fucking band went on uh, out on tour and fucking hired him to fucking sing. They ended up doing like a couple of warp tours. Oh, and they played Harper's Ferry. I was supposed to go with Fuse. Oh, and he fucking bailed on me. I think he got arrested. And I end up. I remember talking to his mother that night. I'm like, "Where's Mike?" She's like, "I don't know, JJ. I haven't heard from him." She's like, "You're on your own tonight." I was like, "All right, whatever." Erica ended up meeting me at the at the concert. This is like Harper's Ferry. Harper's Ferry when it was Harper's Ferry, yeah, in in Austin. And yeah, they the fucking germs. They they played with the crumb bums. Crumb bums. Yeah, it was a fucking awesome show, and the kid put on a hell of a fucking (laughs) performance too. Could you ride on him in Sharpie like the old fucking VHS? (laughs) No, but Don Bowles was outside. The drummer. And he was giving everybody the germs burns. That was like their, the thing that the germs did. That they burned each other with cigarettes. And it made germs the, the germs circle on their arm. And like <laughs> everyone, was, everyone was giving germs burns. Don, give me a burn. Give me a burn. I'm out there smoking cigarettes. I'm like, these kids are fucking ridiculous. And like, Don she was just like, five. you want one? I was she like, no, no, no. I'm, five of them. I'm like, I'm, I'm good, Don. Like, I'll, I'll remember this moment. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I'll remember this. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need you to burn Do me. You I'm want okay. One? But it was funny because when Erica saw who it was, because she loved the fucking walk to remember movie when she realized that it was fucking <laughs> the guy from the Mandy Moore movie singing for this fucking in this punk band she was like it was, it's him it's him that's wild uh, no shit that's I, how long ago was that that was oh my god like, well my story over I, 10 years I have ago a similar anyway. story but it's not as good because I went to see Seven Dust and I think I was actually I think I was with uh Paul and Neil Souza went to that show too. I'm pretty sure. I saw Seven Dust with Neil too, but we were fucking. We up. were at the other stage waiting for Slayer to go I on. Think we were Seven in. Dust went on, and they were on the stage like behind us, and we we had our necks craned back watching Seven Dust because we didn't want to give up our close spot with Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> was it like Tattoo the Earth or something? What the fuck? I don't. It was at like Mohegan Sun or something like that. It was a festival. Oh, was weird. Mohegan Sun, I think. It was, it was in the fucking parking lot. Yeah. Like they don't even let us in the. Well, my <laughs> full circle, my point is, I just remember the opening band coming out. I had no idea who the fuck they were. I didn't care. And then I just see Jared Leto. And I'm like, why the hell is Jared Leto singing for a band? It was some 30, 30 seconds, seconds of Mars or something. Like yeah. But he comes out and he, it was just like, great. He's acting. Now he's singing too? What he's else does he do? He's singer. Yeah. Pottery? Uh, you just you just went to a concert too, didn't you, Kev? Didn't you see? Um, yeah, I just but I just didn't. Life think, agony at the ballroom. Yeah, I think we talked. I I think on a cast that I'm I'm gonna put out. I had already talked about that too. Uh, but more recently, I I did. Um, uh, but, but, but I did. I've been doing cover bands lately, so I checked out this band, Brit Floyd, and they're not as big as the Aussie Pink Floyd, who play like thirty thousand seats. But these guys are packing in close to a thousand seats. And I, it blew my mind. Like I just, it just confirmed what I felt like I already knew, which is bands can now, you can go see a really proficient, almost sound alike 
cover band that's going to give you the experience of a, an artist that you'll never see. You're never going to have the opportunity to see ever again. You know it. Um, and you can get and feel like you're in that atmosphere. And and it's it's amazing, man. Like, I, I just... Everything. They put so much money into the light show. and Yeah. Doug? So let me ask you a question. With, like, Get the Let Out, with um, whatever band, Bricks? Brit Floyd. Brit Floyd? Yeah. Now, do you think they have to pay royalties to the bands? How does that work from, like, I uh... I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't uh, know. I'm just curious if it's, like, you know... It's obviously worth them to, for, to do it because they're doing it, but, like, do they pay royalties or is it kind of... Whereas is, if they're not doing a recording, it's, like, okay to do live. Like, if I was a band, like... I don't know how it would feel if I was Led Zeppelin. Like, we don't play anymore, obviously, but, if like... If you call it tribute, though, if you call it a tribute band, you know, if... Like, I think if they tried to use the name... And go out and tour, they might, they could obviously get sued and stuff. I don't know how it works with tributes if they have to actually pay anything because all you're doing is you're covering the band. Yeah. You're not taking claim to anything. So you're like, you're we don't know. We don't know seats. Yes, but there's yeah, you're not stealing anything from them and claiming it as your own. It's a and probably no recordings. That's probably a big. It's no-no. a tribute to the mighty Led Zeppelin, right? It's a it's a Pink Floyd experience. Brit Floyd, the Pink Floyd experience. It's. So, so it might be kind of kosher as long as they stay on the like the right. gray areas. Yeah. Well, like I know a lot of bands like say Wargasm for a long time, profile like Enigma, whoever owned the rights to the fucking album, but they're like, all right, you own the album, but we're gonna play the songs live, like, and we own the live songs, like we own, you, we both own the music, you own the the studio. It's, it's a lot of it is really unfortunately a lot of political business bullshit. And it sucks, but like, I don't know because bands are cover bands are getting massive. I mean, they have been for a while, but, like, Australian Pink Floyd plays fucking 30,000... I mean, they, they've played it, um, like, well, we are, like, Massachusetts has an outdoor th- arena that would, you know, like, Iron Maiden will go play, okay? And uh, Australian Pink Floyd has played there, too. Literally, they're just fucking playing cover songs, and they're selling that many seats. Makes you go think if, like, Pink Floyd... Does, does, so does Pink Floyd play? No. So Roger Waters, the whole game... Roger I know Waters they... does his own thing... Uh, which I don't know why anyone would want to listen to him saying anything, and and then David Gilmore has been doing David Gilmore, and that's it. But they're getting so old that I don't even think David Gilmore is going to tour. I mean, I would like to see him at least once. So you're at that point where you're almost better off seeing the cover band because oh it be... man, well, it was so good. That was, was so the whole. Good. Those of you who are local to the uh, Drake it New Hampshire area, uh, the 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 boat in Drake it uh, offers uh, the best in. Uh, cover entertainment not generally the uh cover entertainment. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot of heavy metal uh stuff going on there but uh there's a there's a facebook group called the five nine underground music showcase that they they also if you want to stay in touch with local hardcore and heavy metal shows coming to the area um if you're in the uh southern uh southern new hampshire northern mass area uh, it's a it's a good group to join. I think I sent you guys uh, links to this group. Uh, yes. It looks like uh, one of the admins might be even setting some stuff up in his basement. It looks like they have shows every weekend. I don't know. That's Check them out. It's it's uh, it's a good time. Jay, you need to you need to DJ at a strip club. Yeah. Like now, welcome Sasha to the stage. Welcome to the stage, fun Sasha. Fun <laughs> Dougie. Yes. 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 Um, <laughs> no, I that, that I I did see a Judas Priest cover band at that place. It was pretty fucking solid. I got to go. They called that the Hellion. They were fucking good. Oh, the Hellion. They were really good. 
I want to say I've seen them before. Maybe like Ralph's. Because Ralph's sometimes I, will I, do like. I feel like they were from like Connecticut or something like that. I feel like uh, some. Connecticut's like a big power metal. Because I know Symphony X is from Connecticut. Isn't um, Ice Earth from Connecticut? Ice Earth? Or Pennsylvania. 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 So it's that kind of that, that realm. But, well, in, in the same breath, like I remember years ago, like fighting with the older guys that were into like all the old school thrash and stuff. And then like it's not quite in the same vein as like a, a cover band, but like say a second, third wave, like oh, well, I might as well just listen to like the original stuff. It's like yeah, well, a lot of the original bands don't play anymore. So if I can go see, I know that fucking fly. I'll show you my vacuum. It's a bloodbath, it's a blood orgy. But it's like if I can go see these bands live, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, it's like yeah, you grew up in that era. It sucks I didn't. You know, it sucks for me. But like those bands don't play anymore, so if I can see the second and third wave having the same energy, the same live show, yeah, I- I'm gonna. It's I kind of I don't know why it seems like every fucking every bar in Drake. There's only a couple of bars in Drake that have live music, but they always seem to have. It's always cover bands. Like that's well, it probably because get asses in the seats, you know. Yeah, it's a people want to go. Pe- most people like metalheads are one thing. Like I'll go and watch four bands that I don't know to see one band and probably yeah. enjoy most of them, but like. If I'm just like a, a yuppie or a whoever, it's not really any music. I just want to hear songs I know, like a woo girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so the cover bands, it's like, hey, I know all these songs. I want to dance. Like, you don't dance yeah. the songs you don't know for the most part. We're right. Like, gals, crazy gals. So last weekend, um, me me and my girlfriend were talking. She's like, hey, why are we going to like? the Decibel Beer and Metal Festival in Philadelphia. I'm like, well, it's probably because we have tickets to Dead Congregation on Thursday, uh, fucking Carcass, Sacred Reich, and Musical Waste Friday, uh, Morbid Angel and Crypta on Saturday, and Bruce uh, Rama on Sunday. I'm like, that's probably why. We have four things planned. She's like, what do you want to... You want to give all those up and uh, just go to fucking Philly for the weekend? I'm like, you know what? Honestly, yeah. Wait, did you see Morbid Angel? Yeah. Did you end up seeing them before the dude collapsed? No, that was like a couple shows after, oh. and I never even saw them. I sold my, I sold my tickets. Oh, you did. But it was upstairs to play them. I really want, dude. That fucking tour. I don't know if we talked about this. I think it happened right around the time that we did our last podcast. The, the collapse at the yeah, yeah the, sad, uh, man. the Apollo You've been Theater. Fucking bad, dude. Love. That fucking tour is just cursed, and yeah. it sucks because like, Morbid Angel, you know, they're for, trying to do their fortieth year anniversary, and then Crypta, um, it's like, uh, but it's not of, David Vincent back in the band. No, no, this is Steve Steve Tucker. Steve Tucker? Or is that an actor? You're thinking of Chris Tucker. Yeah, okay, so it is Steve Tucker. I always got the two mixed up. So so he's the dude, he, and honestly, I always, I'm like, I'm like, David Vincent or nothing. And then I saw yeah. Steve Tucker, they played with like Immolation and like Blood Incantation last year at the Palladium. And I was fucking, I couldn't, I, I watched the whole set. I'm like, well, let's see one or two songs. Like, I, I'm a David fan. Dude, he blew everything out of yeah, the water. He, he did a great job. So I was actually kind of looking forward to seeing them, especially upstairs at the Palladium. I don't know why they had that upstairs at the Palladium. Do you know how many members are still, like, original Morbid Angel? I think it's just Pete Sandoval and uh, Trey Esgoth. And that was Trey. Trey's, Trey's the one that dropped. D- dropped, yeah. But I mean, is he, I don't know. I don't know what his condition his, is. His, but. his mom said that he was dehydrated and he's been having back, back issues. But a lot of people say he, he likes his acid or he likes his this. He's always yeah. looked very sickly. He's always very veiny, very skinny. He always has been. Did you so. say somebody like their ass ate? They're assy. Wait, you said his mom? Did, how <laughs> did you did, did you did you talk to his mom personally? She called me this afternoon. Yes. 
But of all people, I love how it's like some some fifty year old dude's mom's yeah. like, "Um, world, just gonna let you know, my boy's okay." Yeah. Like evil fan. Trey Azagoth, and it's like yeah, um, evil Trey Azagoth living in his mom. Like probably he's probably taking care of his mom. You know what I mean? He's probably just some. He is. I, I guess he's, he's a little such girl. A sweet boy. He really is. Yeah, he doesn't mean to. But it, it just sucks. That whole fucking tour has been cursed. And I really want to see Krypta, which is like Nervosa. There's two, I think, members from Nervosa. And then there's like... Krypta's it's kind of like, the uh, Brazilian chick band, trick thrash Yeah, but now... So Nervosa was all the chick band. <clears throat> Nervosa's still a band, but two of the members went to this band. And now there's like a chick... One or two other gals from... Krypta's full female full thrash. Full female, but not all Brazilian anymore. There's a couple... Uh, um, and they're, 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 they're more death metal. And they're actually fucking awesome. That's yeah. why... I was kind of bummed to not see him, but they'll they'll be back, and I think they might even be playing Brutal Salt. But so we ended up going to to the um, Decibel Beer and Metal Festival the second day, and I think it was um, uh, All Out War, Suicidal Tendencies, um, I Hate God, another band called Drowning Man, and uh, Incantation did a fucking special set. It was oh, cool. Like I, nice. I I've never been. I went to like I think Philadelphia for like four hours once to pick a bike, get lunch, basically go to like the Moody Museum, which is the fucking the weird... Have you guys ever been to the Moodoo Museum? No. So, the Moodoo Museum is basically, like, some dude back in the 1850s, he was a doctor, and he became obsessed with, like, human abnormalities. Yeah. So he has, like, like you go into... This is, like, his collection from, like, 150 years ago. So there's, like... In pickled jars? Pickled jars of baby Whoa. fetuses, like, conjoined twins. There's fucking... So the first time I went there, you go down the stairs, and I'm just pulling out these drawers. I'm like, what the fuck is all this shit? And then you realize... These are all things that he's pulled out of patients' stomachs, basically trying to kill themselves. Pins, nails, staples, trying to pop the lining of their stomachs so their fucking acid basically eats them alive. Like, that was the only... What? The best way of suicide back then. Just no, eat, man. Eat attack. And, dude, it's some of the shit he has. It's, it's, it's a wild collection. It's, it's beautifully curated, like a 120-year-old building. Wow. If you ever have the chance, if you're in Philadelphia, go to the Mood Museum. Damn. I, and I suggest... We also went to the Eastern State Penitentiary, where you go and you get the, the, the tour. So this is a prison, one of the first state penitentiaries in the country from, like, the 1820s. So you go and you do the audio tour, and guess who but Steve Buscemi. Is doing the... Doing the fucking audio. I'm like, any, oh, I'm, like I'm like, I love this. I'm like, I, I'm just going to just listen to Steve Buscemi is the kind of guy who, like, it, it, like, he's so recognizable, like, you know who he is and everything, but when he plays a role... Um, he becomes that role, and you forget that it's Steve Buscemi. <laughs> watch, watch, you don't believe me? Watch Boardwalk Empire. Oh, yeah. You're gonna fucking yeah. forget that it's Steve Buscemi and go, man, that Nucky, he's fucking <laughs> on point. <laughs> or Big Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy eyes. Yeah. Don't worry, time heals all things. He Except for these crazy eyes. Does <laughs> he get like French fries and gummy bears on his pizza or some yeah. shit? Oh, I loved him in Hubie Halloween. Oh, Sorry, Hubie man. Halloween. He was so he's, I couldn't get through Hubie Halloween. No, I don't say that. I couldn't do it. Well, give it another so try. Much. I will. I do you hear I'll... Shaq giggle yet? Right, give it another try. <laughs> Dude, it's so... It's, at first, I'm like, oh, God, it's just Waterboy Halloween style. No. Oh, but so no, no, at first. Good, yeah. And then I'm like, all right, so I gave good. it. I'm like, there's so many throwbacks. It's... You know what? I watched the Waterboy recently. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. Didn't age well? <laughs> no, it didn't. Besides, though, you can do it. I love Bush yeah, I mean, I wa- Michael, I saw that in the oh, theaters in like Michael, seventh grade. Asshole, asshole. <laughs> you know it's Buscemi. You can hear his voice, but come on, man, uh, he plays a wolf, man. Let's go. It, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's obviously it's not gonna fucking win any Academy Awards or whatever. Mr. Yeah. Lambert, is that you? 
<laughs> Eating your feces. Ray Liotta, come on. I just can't do fucking Sandler either. I know, he does the dumb thing when he... But honestly, it's got the chick from, like, Modern Family who... I he's always like, whoa, whoa, whoa. he just got oh, an man. award or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the roast was really good dude. though. His friends roasted him, and they were just, you know, they were just making fun of like all his shit. But he's they're like, I don't know anybody who can do the stupidest shit and get a Netflix contract for like, you know, the yeah. rest of his life. Yeah, he's laughing all, all the way set, the dude. So yeah, you love set. him or hate him, he's yeah. And I heard he's a super humble dude in real life. Which, I bet he is. Which and I he respect. Fucking goes and plays his music, and he was just at Snoo Arena in Manchester, New Hampshire, dude. Played yeah. a fucking arena, sold out. Yeah, he's doing I, okay. And nobody can, because you can make fun of him and be like, oh, okay, yeah, who's laughing now? Yeah. He's like, Dude. if I'm not making movies in millions. Paul, Paul I'm... Shore used to have a bit about Adam Sandler. He's like, what's the difference between me and you? He's like, $30 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, it's true. Different... They do the same. It's the same shtick, dude. They're just well, idiots. Do, yeah. do, just one's a fucking more successful idiot than the other. Did you ever yeah. listen to the old, like, Adam Sandler CDs and tapes? Yes, of course. Yeah, and you, and you don't have like a soft spot for him, even for like like the no, fucking I mean, Fatty McGee funny. and no, he's definitely funny. Tobo like fucking Willie, Willie. Stan and Judy's kid Tobo is even funny. Yeah, Tobo Willie song. Come on, dude. man. Like, what about the up? Uncle Don? Really? The buffoon. The buffoon. <laughs> the buffoon. Yeah. The buffoon at the drive-in movie theater. <laughs> the mafia guys on the boat. Oh. How about a little bit of reverse <laughs> that action? That girl over there, she gives everybody head. <laughs> I'm gonna go get head from that fucking girl. <laughs> Is this two guys working out or two guys having gay sex? Like, there's no way dumbbells here. Definitely just my balls. Dollar seventy-five, pair. Isn't that how much your mother charges for a blowjob? Yeah, blowjob. <laughs> oh, fuck. real fucking funny. <laughs> fuck you, you fucking uppity <laughs> bitch. <laughs> no, he's definitely funny. Like, like, shooting friends in front of your mother. <laughs> Adam, no, it's not that I don't like Adam Sandler. Please His, don't sue the us. The stuff that I found funny is still funny. It just. I'm just sick of the shit he does now. Like I'm, just, you know, like some of the stuff he's done is just fucking. Like, ugh. Like, what is that Jack and Jill movie? Like, come on, man. Uh, Did you really need the money that bad? There's, a, there's a couple <laughs> that I, I mean, Grown Ups. You can't believe two. Al Pacino's in that movie. Grown, grown Ups is good. Grown Ups one and two are great. Uh, grown, grown Ups two is funny, but Grown Ups two is really fun. Like, I think that's honestly like that was like the funniest movie he's made in a long time. And it's, and it's but just. His best friends. I mean, they, everybody they, they who's in that had is to funny. Act. They had they hardly had to act. That was them just being them. Everybody who's in that's funny. But here's the thing about that movie. Think about how much more fun. And this is the saddest thing in the world. How much more funny would grown ups be? Take Kevin James, move him from the movie, and in this magical parallel reality, Chris Farley never died. And it's Chris Farley oh. in that movie instead of Kevin James. Because that's realistically what they're trying to push us with Kevin James. Yeah. Is he's the Chris Farley replacement. And I don't accept it. Ah, it's tough to answer. I don't accept it. Besides King of Queens, I can't do Kevin James. No. Like, Mall like, Paul Blard. I'm like, you, you, see, so you just missed it. What I just brought up was, like, imagine in this parallel reality, Speaking Chris of, Farley never man, died. And instead of, instead of the, Kevin uh, James, it's Chris oh, Farley yeah, whatever, in Grown Ups. Like, oh. Imagine how fucking good... Yeah, that movie would be. I agree. You're right. They were kind of trying to. By fill the way, that role. I didn't. I didn't know that she was in. Um, uh, she was a uh, yeah. Scientologist. I, I think forever. she was born into it, though. No, she was. She was born she into was. it, and she escaped it. Um, Carrie from Queen of Queens. Oh, I don't yeah. remember her real yeah, name. Leah. Something. Yeah, she had a whole show about like exposing them. And she went on Joe Rogan, and like, I watched the whole thing. It was. It's pretty disturbing. Just, yeah, I'm glad she got out because it's such a fucked up cult. Cult. It's cult. It's cult. It's cult. It's, it's more culty just, than most it's a, cults. It's a cult that doesn't... It's a cult it, just like Heaven's Gate or 
Christian religion. Yeah, yeah it doesn't the follow, <laughs> but it doesn't follow. You know, they don't follow their own rules when it comes to, to Tom Cruise. Apparently, so he does everything outside the the book. Well, and the anyway, like there's different levels of their religion too. Like once yeah. you like you attain certain like levels, like status, they'll they'll yeah. fucking all lie for you and shit. And, like yeah, fucking, statuses, man. Yeah, it's like that's, that's probably where Tom Cruise is at. Like like he could just like just kill someone and they'd all just be like nope he was here the whole time yeah <laughs> he was doing weird Scientology shit here <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we've seen him what else what else we got anything oh. what other do we, I mean <clears throat> we were talking it was great we squirreled on this episode yeah, we so did. bad no, that's alright that's, that's half our charm we talked about Metallica we talked about Overkill is there any new music is there any other new music that we can think of are there any new bands that you guys have been into uh, that may well, seem different in the rock and metal scene like I know there's a band that's making a massive... Um... Well, I will say that uh, Rancid just dropped a song the other day, and they have a new album coming out uh, in a few months, I think. And also, uh, Jesse and um, Tim from Operation Ivy just dropped a song under... They, they had... Initially, the song was dropped under uh, one band name. I forget what it was. And then... Uh, they changed the name again to something like Doom Patrol or something like that. So you're a punk guy, obviously. Yeah. You like a lot of like underground punk and just all, you're all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I, I get. Do I, you like Hot Graves? Who is it? Hot Graves. I don't, I don't know who they are. You haven't heard of them? No. Check them. They're from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, I they're not really punk though, are they? Yeah, they're they're considered punk. But where I was going with that is like they, they had two punk different thrash, name changes with this put, thing. It made me feel like Off Ivy's coming thrash, back. Dub, so that's dub my step, theory. Dub, like they do something funny. Like check out Hot Graves. See what you think. They're kind of yeah, Hot Graves. I'll check them out. I wouldn't say they're like old school, straight up punk. They're not straight up punk, but yeah, there's there's punk elements in that man. Like elements, but they're more just like kind of like death metal-y, I thought. You like think so? a little more crusty. That's the dudes from the absence, right? Yeah. Well, just want just just Jamie, just Jamie. Jamie on vocals. Yeah. Check them out after after we're done with this. Throw uh, yeah, I need because I, I, I throw I, it on for Jay a little bit. I went, it was the I fell in love with so the logo they do hot pink for the yeah. hot graves, but their their artwork is just like badass. I mean, it's just like some skeleton coming out of a a, a coffin. It just says hot graves and hot pink. The rest of it's in like black and white. So it just looked really, it caught my eye. Yeah, and I I love the death metal band that the singer's in. And yeah, I mean, I dug I had it on for Doug. It's just like you're listening to this I was like yeah I mean, it's... that's why because it's yeah oh, we'll put it on we'll see what you think but it's funny because Jamie from The Essence also looks like Jamie from Mythbusters he does if he, if he had like the beret and like a little more yep I can see look that just like him that's why I like I always remember his name it's a weird weird association but... anything else is there any I can't I can't think well, of any new um, music as far as new music dude there's so much but like that's for a whole nother cast I'd have to do a little more research on it as far as just dropping names album names and stuff yeah, I'm I, usually I'm 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 always at least five years behind. Like, so I'll be like, dude, check out this album. Like, oh, cool, true. I like it. Oh, it came out in fucking 2016. Like, I'm. Did you like the new Megadeth record? I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Agree. Um, it it came out. It's funny because my my friend Brian again. Uh, he he listened to it like nonstop once it came out. But it came out at a time when I was listening to just like <clears throat> I couldn't listen to metal for whatever reason. I was just. I've had it was it was, it was, too, it was yeah. after it was after Fuse died. For those of you who don't know, for us personally, a good personal friend of uh, of ours passed away, and he was very much into punk rock. So I just couldn't get out of this like punk rock phase where I was just listening to punk rock all the time, and it got to a point where I was listening to like No Effects like every day, all day. It was a weird phase, <laughs> but like the Megadeth album dropped, and like I listened to it once, and I was like, that was really good. Now it's back to No Effects because I was right. just in that mindset, 
and I couldn't. It's taken me a while to get back to to listening to that. Yep. And now that the new Metallica is out and it's really fucking bad, I'm, <laughs> it'll get it'll get it'll get, it'll yeah, get yeah. me too much. Yeah, it'll get, you it'll get me to listen to the Megadeth album. <laughs> the only thing I wish Megadeth didn't do, and I don't know why he fucking does this. We don't need cover songs for Megadeth. Megadeth are too big to do this covers. I've always disliked when anybody really, especially in metal, does cover songs. And Dave's bad at it. Metallica's bad at it. They Fuck, did this well, besides songs. like the like Garage Days stuff. Like some of that stuff. Garage yeah. Days was great. Dude, the Prince, like Bread Fan, all that old yeah. new wave of British heavy metal. The whole second CD could blow me. <laughs> but Garage Inc. itself. What? What? Not Garage Inc. Sorry, Garage uh, Garage Days. Yeah, Garage, Garage Days. Days or this day, or man. Disc One of Garage Inc. Yeah, because yes, like yes. the Motorhead covers. But are anyway, good. they did Delivering the Goods from Priest. No, they didn't need to but do like, that. Is that, done, what, is that Dave's what Dave's always done? Cover and they released songs. it like, as a that Nancy single. Sinatra song. It's just like, dude, we didn't need that. Nancy, and they, what was and that they, Boots? They, yeah, my Boots. Yeah, and they released it as a single too, like recently. And I'm like, why? You're too big. That's for an artist that's up and coming that nobody knows because yeah. it's a good gateway. Or what, which which one does he do on this one? Is it Police Truck? Is that it? Uh, he did. They did do that, but then he, they also on like whatever special edition have delivering the goods. I'm like, we don't. We don't need I, two I did, of them. I did. I did. Police hear that Truck was that. okay. I, I like the delivering his version of delivering the goods, but it was the one. Um, what was it? Um, you don't like Foreign Police? Policy on the last album? It was that Dystopia? I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was um. Foreign Policy. Yeah. We didn't need it. We didn't need it. I just don't. I when the thing I can't. You can't have a perfect Megadeth record if you keep putting in a fucking cover song on the the album. Dude, even I feel like it cheapens it. It It really does. And like he puts it. And like his, especially like everything he's done since a world, the world needs a hero has been like progressively better. I feel like it just musically like even they're the best they've ever been. I know if Marco was here, his only complaint he would be he'd go right back to. I mean, uh, 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 oh God, I'm gonna forget. Peace what? sells, man. Yeah, I ain't Peace sells could have been a fucking perfect record, and then you threw in "I Ain't Superstitious" <clears throat> in there. We didn't need to have that no. on the in the Just album. Just write the fucking my last words and call it an album. Like, you know, yeah. I you don't, don't to, understand the, the thought there. Yeah, it really does. Look, I nobody, I'll never understand why bands do that. Well, they the only the only it's band that they don't want to get away with. Let's just say no. Let's say nobody's it, fault. Oh, no, nobody's fault was very that's, good. That's like a perfect cover. You know, it, it, I, for years I didn't know that was a fucking cover. That's, not, that's how fucking perfect that. Cover it just is. it kind of blended the like that was like one that and like creator lambs to slaughter, which I didn't you know what, you cover. know why they did that song is because they didn't have enough songs for that album. Oh, so just to kind of fill the album. Yeah, that, that was what uh, New World Order. Yeah, New World Order. It's the second album, and that's the, I think that's why that's the one New of my Order. favorite albums is because the New Order. Thank you. Yeah, the New Order. That's right. Uh, a lot of the songs on better. that album weren't weren't planned for that. They had to like rush those albums, yeah, the titles of the watches. But that's one of them. Like, that's one of their fucking main songs. Because like, they were kind of like second or third wave at that point. So like, they're like, you're gonna get mm-hmm. this shit out. Or I mean, they were they, the were they were kind of like, a, a, you mean like American thrash, like Bay Area thrash? Second, yeah, they, they they were, their first wave. album came out like '87. I know, like, that was their first album came out, but they were around fucking before Metal. They were around as Legacy in like '80. 83. They were on that early. Well, I know, I yeah, because I know were. Kirk was in the I band. mean, Forbidden Evil was around. Well, Forbidden, I mean, Forbidden Evil were around. And Testament were around. But they weren't really, they weren't, they didn't have an actual established I, first I, I, record. You're right. So as far as like when they decipher waves, I think it's like when your first album came out versus when you formed. I know there's that like, 
Yeah. Unless there's a huge gap. It's like, all right, we came out in 80, and we didn't put our first ba- album until 87. That's well, got to give them a little more street cred. I think well, think about it like first... this. Like, Exodus is a perfect example of that, too. Is that, like, their first, when did their first album come out? 85. Is it 85? All right, but... But Kurt had written... Kurt was writing shit with them before... You know, before he joined Metallica, so the, and they were already right. it's like early. Exodus around. was the was the heart of that fucking scene when Metallica got onto it, and then Metallica was so fucking good that they just kind of started like overshadowing them, and then they got and they got Kurt and yeah, they took kinda... over. I mean, if I mean let let's just say fucking hypothetically, fucking they get their album out before Kill 'Em All comes out, and we're not even having this conversation about how bad the new Metallica album is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean fucking Show No Mercy came out the same year too yeah that's true you know and then oh yeah so it's kind of it's I don't know like the whole timeline's so skewed you know yeah and it's just you think of Kill em All 83 that's so early it's like no Show No Mercy came out in 83 too right and it's like and then like Pistol Metal came out in 84 I think yeah. I think the way the whole 80s if you were in the first if you were in the 80s you were part of the whole first generation of, of thrash yeah I don't know. It, 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 I, I agree, but there is that like that decade because you have like tank, decade, man. like tankered. But the, it's like every two years, it's like you're in a different wave. Like yeah. it's anything from like '84. There's some like fucking. Um, it's too much, man. It's, too it, much. it's a lot. Honestly, if it's good music, you like it. Who gives a fuck what wave it was? That that's why I was saying the whole like. Well, except for now. Now I do, you know now I I get preachy because I'm like everyone's like oh listen to this new thrash band. I'm like I don't want to. Heard a million thrash bands. Not gonna. I'm not gonna be impressed by anything. It takes a yeah. lot. It it's, takes a lot. It's for too much now. To it's yeah. too much. Because now they're trying to mix too much stuff and just to sound different. But can't. Can't anymore. Can't like out of the it. retro, broke, don't fix it. That's why I love bands like Lich King and fucking Havoc because they know what the they know what people want to hear. Do you ever listen to Mantic Mantic Ritual? No. They put out one album and they disbanded, and it's probably that that Warbringer and like Havoc are probably like the three like kind of like bands from that era that I still listen to like yeah. religiously I'll send it to you Mantic Ritual fucking Black Tar Sin well speaking uh, well since we're speaking of Testament unfortunately looks like Seven Spires is gonna have to find a new drummer <laughs> just isn't gonna work out dude that's they, that cracks me up Christovis was stolen poor Luke Clemente what's he doing right now Ooh, selling art still maybe maybe is he still alive he's living in my mom's house <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, I don't think any of us want Lou to return Lou. the drums anyway. I mean, Dude, sorry, Lou. So I don't think anybody wants him back behind a kit. I'm sure we've said the story a few times over the years, but I remember when, I think it was 07, Testament just reunited, and they were playing uh, Southbridge, Massachusetts. Oh, that was so cool, man. In the middle of fucking nowhere, and we decided to go to the gas station to get drinks, whatever the fuck it was, and this dude's walking back to the car. Hey, dude, nice shirt, man. Fucking to be a killer show tonight. He's like, yeah. And then we get in the car, and our fucking friend Ben's like, dude, that was Greg Christensen. Yeah, that was great. Because he shaved his big fucking beard, and we didn't recognize him. And I'm like, oh, we're such like idiots. Sh- shaggy hippie. <laughs> yeah, because, oh. like, in the, the ritual, which, that, you know. That was such a cool place to see them, and it wasn't, there was not a lot of people that no, show. No, I don't. I remember, it was pretty empty. We I still the, sh- like I love the shirt somewhere. the bar and just. Yeah, that was, that was cool. And there was a bunch of young kids, so it was fun. And now they're doing a giant stadium tour in Chile. I remember seeing, um, we went to uh, see uh, Soulfly in Lowell. This was like 10 years ago, I think. And um, there was this, this opening band played, and there were these young fucking kids. And they were, um, they, they, they were fucking rocking it, man. Like, fuck, I couldn't fucking tell what the fuck they were playing. But they were just <laughs> fucking really into it and going fucking nuts. And the drummer was fucking going 
going ape shit, absolutely fucking ape shit, and um, we end up uh, going across the street to fucking get pizza, and the fucking the drummer was in there, and we're all sitting there shooting the shit with the kid, and like fucking like yeah, it was fucking awesome, man. Like you guys are fucking. I figured it was some fucking just some local opening band that they fucking grabbed to fucking to open for fucking soul uh, soulfly and it was turns out it was fucking max's kids the kids are oh yeah, what insight i don't i don't know if that was, i don't even know if that was the name of the band or whatever it was but they fucking they opened up for soulfly and we're just sitting there shooting the shit with max's fucking son and the fucking like we're leaving the fucking kid was like he goes you know that fucking was he goes that that's Max. That's Max's son, dude. That's Max Cavalera's son. I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, we we're just talking rock and roll royalty. I'm like, no wonder this kid's so fucking good at drums. He's fucking Igor Cavalera's nephew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, Igor is so fucking underrated. Yeah, he was one of he was one of the first uh, first drummers that I saw like on 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 you know like in videos and shit like their the road videos, runner. the Roadrunner videos. Yeah, the- <laughs> with him playing, where I was like, that's what I want to do. Like his fucking just. His arms just all over the fucking map, dude. Just playing this massive fucking drum set. It's almost like like Nick Menza, but like Brazilian Nick Menza, where it's just like. I think was, the, I think the video was it was, it was right around like like the Arise album. It was probably like live Siege under uh, yeah. What was it uh, Mass Hypnosis? Yeah. Mass hypnosis. Well, I mean, even his ability to be able to incorporate tribal drumming into metal. Is, yeah. You know, I mean. You don't appreciate. You always think like, oh, it's not heavy enough. But you don't know how like that's proficient, man. It's that's, like, that's that's honestly like skill, like that's the shit that I was I was picturing teams. in my head when we were fucking watching Prey earlier. It was fucking yeah. <laughs> <Roots>. <laughs> was Igor the Roots. Roots. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, we could talk another few hours, but one one quick thing. Dude, Carcass can still bring it. Sacred Reich can still fucking bring it. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed that I haven't seen either of those. Municipal bands, Waste, though. they fucking... They were, they were I a blast. Would, I would love to see Municipal Waste. There's you another band them? that I won't no, see. No, I've seen them. There's another band we won't be able to see that I'd love to see, which is Entombed. I'd love to see Entombed. Yeah, you could probably see it in a variation, but not with... But it's not the original lineup, no. Dude, clandestine. I only, and I only started Canada. getting into that stuff I really want to yeah, really see Municipal Waste. I'd definitely go see fucking Iron Reagan. Oh, and if, and they, if, they played once with integrity in Sacred Dragon. There was like five people there. And if X Order ever fucking plays again, dude, fucking let me know. They'll, they'll be, fucking definitely whatever happened to Talks of Holocaust? I remember, remember when they, they were every show we were going to for a period of time. We're like, this band's playing again. <sighs> they're they're starting to play again. For it just, I mean, it's just him, really. It's just his band. Right? Yeah, it was a Joel Grind. Joel Grind. The last time I saw them. The first time we saw him was with at the gates when they were gonna do their suicide like final tour with yeah. Shadows Fall and we saw fucking I think it was like um Phil Avanti was like right in front of us and we're like, yeah, and Steven uh what the fuck? Brian Fair. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they were. But, yeah, they were hanging out. But then I remember they fucking killed it then, but then like fast forward like almost ten years, I remember seeing him at in Brighton and it, it almost seemed like it was like a cover band doing Toxic Holocaust, but it was them. Because his voice wasn't as raspy. It was almost just like him singing clean vocal. Not clean, but not raspy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that in between. I'm like, I love how when we're at the Palladium, we almost run in, we've almost run into every member of Shadows Fall at this point. Right. Because we, we were at Obituary, and Matt Bashan and Don, John oh. Donay were next to us. And I was like, Doug! I'm like, dude, it's the guitar players from Shadows Fall. And they were just wasted. It was great. And I look over and I went up, like... I, yeah, I went up. <laughs> I remember... He's no, I, but I remember coming down the staircase and John was coming up. And I actually... So I was just like, hey, man. I was like, I just wanted to say... I was like, 
huge fan since I was a kid. I was like, I love what you're doing in Anthrax. And he was super, he was like, dude, thank you so much. Shook my dude, hand. Like, just He's friends with Brian and shit, dude, which I didn't realize. Like, Nightmare's brother. Oh, really? Yeah, he, somehow they they know each other. Because he's like, Sean oh, yeah, Bonnet. my buddy, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. It's weird how, like, everyone, like, yeah, they have, like, three degrees of separation. Well, and now, they're, like, you know, know they're other. from Mass, so they're local. They're, they're, they're in this new band that they're playing. They're kind of doing, like, this Skid Row type band. A little heavier than Skid Row, but they're doing this thing. Like, both of them, John and him, too. They got this side project. I forget the name of the band. They're decent, but again, I'm like, I, I listened to it once. And I was like, oh, I want to get into this. And then, just, there's too much music. I can't. Dude, there's so much music. To I like... think I have 30 artists in my catalog. It's really, I'm just an old curmudgeon. I listen to the original <laughs> bands that did the original <laughs> stuff from the original... I'll, I'll usually hop in the Jeep. Like, if I'm going to, I'm like, ah, I'm going to be away from my phone for 20 minutes, like, I'm doing some or something. I'm like, it's like Offspring Smash or, like, Anthrax Among the Living. Mm, or, yeah. like, Ride the Lightning. They're like, you go to those albums where, like, all right, if I listen it's to something new. Comfort Zone albums. Comfort yeah. Zone albums, yeah. Man, Which, I got to listen to Ride the Lightning again. But, like, it depends on what you're driving, too. Like, you drive a Jeep, you know, you need something with some balls. That's true. Because everybody else is fucking a loser. They're <laughs> all. Oh, just no, Jeeps are inferior. We're gonna go. No, like, I drive a fucking black Wrangler, and like it just like we're gonna walk. have cruise. Like when calling. the when the when the roof is off, like when it's nice out, and I take the roof. You mean off. the freedom panels? Yeah, the, when I take off my freedom panels, <laughs> as soon as they come off, like it it just the car wants to have Cannibal Corpse come out of it. <laughs> it does. Like it just it, it's like it's asking for it. It's those come off and it's like dun 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 dun. <laughs> it's true. Immediately. Hey, speaking of like, obituary, what'd you guys think of the new record? I fucking love the new record. It's good, man. These I guys, actually haven't it's listened so to the new obituary. It's been so goddamn heavy and angry. It's so solid. <laughs> I started listening solid. to it and I don't know what the fuck happened. I was fucking. I no effects. Two, I got probably. two kids. Got it in Dolby. <laughs> it's in Dolby Atmos, dude. Oh, I don't know if that, that matters, cool. but it does. If you listen to it in Dolby, it's very good. Is that surround sound stuff? Yeah, it's it's pretty much like surround sound, yeah. Dude, I love I love the new album. It's probably my favorite since like very, very since, cool like, from, artwork. Like back from the dead. Yeah. And then uh I don't know if you guys are into Bell Witch at all, but I mean it's really good, uh Doom. Super yeah, slow, fucking doom. Just two I mean the their one song records are typically an hour and a half long one yeah, song. yeah. <laughs> I've seen them play two songs once at fucking uh, once and it took literally an hour go catch car. we're gonna clear the room so uh, <laughs> thank you for listening I mean we were all over the place we apologize there was a lot going on in this podcast so it, feel, it feels like it was like a bunch of squirrels looking for nuts in a tree no, I just... think I think it's more coherent than we think but but not at all at the same time. So. We talked Good about, luck. we went from like Rice Krispies to talk, you know, it's like, I'll bring it full there's circle pl- to Exodus. <laughs> there's pl- we sound like the intro on, uh, oh, Deranged? On Deranged, yeah. I just had yeah, a nice, nice salad. Potato. Yeah. I like baked potatoes, yeah. <laughs> Chives. I mean, cheese. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is Kev. Thank you for listening to the Thank you.